Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. As some of you or all of you may know, I am a former professional dancer. And in the last year, maybe two years, since it's been safe to, you know, be with each other <laughs> uh, post pandemic, um, I have been back in dance class and it has been so enriching for me. Uh, so just a couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a dancer friend of mine uh, who's a little bit older than me. And it had been a very long time since she had been in class herself. And when we were catching up about all of that, she said, you know, it feels so amazing to be here, to not just be moving to music and being able to express myself this way. It feels so great to be back in community and be with like-minded friends, you know, and um, it just was, she could tell she was just feeling so good. And we were talking about those gaps of time that we had taken away from the dance floor. You know, I hadn't danced for about seven years, I think total. Yeah, about seven years. Um, while I was in transition with my career and everything, I try to replace it with yoga and hiking and all these different things that I thought would be enough. (laughs) And it's just not the same, uh, of course, but anyhow, so I was in this conversation with this wonderful human and she said, you know, I don't know what's up about all of that. You know, why, why did we take so, so much time off and, um, I, what I shared with her, what plopped out of my mouth is, you know, we tend to fear the thing that makes us most alive because inherently it comes with a ton of vulnerability. And it was really sweet to look at the, you know, to look at the look on her face because I could tell that that went straight into the middle of her brain. Um, And I wanted to kind of speak on that today that we fear the thing that makes us most alive because of its inherent vulnerability. It makes me think of who I was as a dancer um, back in my 20s. I had a lot of story going on inside of me around why I wasn't uh, as successful as I wanted to be. Um, I've spoken through this a lot in different ways on the podcast, but 
as some of you may know, it was very challenging for me to be a professional dancer because I lived in a very anxious body and a very worried and anxious state of mind pretty consistently um, all throughout that part of my life. And because of that, as you can imagine, putting myself on the line, literally, <laughs> would create so much, I would, I would be riddled with so much anxiety that oftentimes I would blank out with choreography, I would get really stiff. And eventually, I, I was able to experience some levels of success because I hung in there in the industry. And, you know, relationships started to really help me kind of get the ball rolling. And people who knew what my quality of dancing was like when I wasn't caught up in all of my anxiety around auditions, you know, they started to give me opportunity. And, and uh, that was really wonderful. And I'm so grateful. Um, it just really shows you that no matter what, the longer you hang in on anything, you know, you can get to where you want to go, even if it's incredibly uncomfortable. But what's really important to kind of highlight in that phase of my life that I can see so clearly now in hindsight, especially with this, you know, inside out understanding that I am constantly pointing to with all of you here. I so often, because I took the feeling I was in, I would take that anxiety and that stress and that pressure, um, I would take that feeling as information about how I was doing in life, right? I added a lot of story to the feeling I was in all the time. Um, I identified with it, you know, and because of all of that, I had a lot of blame on my mindset. You know, I grew up uh, with really positive intentioned, really loving parents when it came to if I was starting to feel uncomfortable with any kind of experience you know, they're the, what they knew to share was if it's making you so uncomfortable, don't do it. Now that was so freeing for me as a little person. It brought me a lot of relief, but what that kind of uh, morphed into as an adult, putting myself out there all the time is that I had this driving desire from deep within me to make this career, this dream a reality for myself. And so I had that underlying drive. But on top of it, because I was constantly managing all of these uncomfortable feelings, I'd have this really, I'd kind of have two parts inside of myself really fighting with each other. Because I was like, if it makes you so uncomfortable, why do you continue doing it? <laughs> and then I'd gain some clarity of mind and I'd go, well, it's because it's my passion and my purpose. It meant so much to me. So I that, you know, that was my wisdom. And then I also had all of this, all of these ideas in my head that 
again, had been birthed out of a positive intention from my folks, but the way it had evolved was, you know, if it gets uncomfortable, tap out. Like, why do this to yourself? You know, I I didn't really, I wasn't ever given the opportunity, meaning I never gave myself the opportunity really to experience my own resilience, to realize that, you know, having an uncomfortable feeling doesn't mean anything more than you're having an uncomfortable feeling, period, end of story, right? I would be in an uncomfortable feeling and add so much story to it. What does it mean about me? What does it mean about my readiness? You know, how good I am at this? If I, you know, and maybe I'm not perfect enough. All of that story, I just would add, add, add. Anyhow, so when it came to my career life in my 20s with being a dancer, um, when I would look out at my circumstances and, you know, would be disappointed by the fact that I wasn't where I wanted to be, again, I would blame, you know, all the thoughts in my head. I would blame that mindset. I would blame the industry right? I would blame kind of the systems and the powers that be, right? I would, you know, and I've heard it so often because I work with artists all the time that, you know, we, we kind of get into this herd mentality of judging the audition process, right? And, and all of these things that make us feel like, you know, it is because of all of that out there, that I am not where I want to be, right? And it's, and it's easy and it's almost kind of comforting to just fall into that, you know, place that, that, well, for lack of a better word, that victimhood, right? You're a victim of your mindset. You're a victim of your circumstances. And because of that, look, now I can justify that's why I'm not where I want to be. But here's the deal. As I was kind of talking through this subject with Mike, my producer and husband extraordinaire, I said to him, you know, I don't know if I've ever admitted this to you because we were together through that whole era. I said, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but there were plenty of times that I knew exactly what I needed to be doing in order to actually advance myself in the industry. When I got honest with myself, whether it be that I just had gotten tired of all of the stories in my head about why I wasn't where I was supposed to be, you know, or I was journaling and I was in a more open-hearted place. When I got honest with myself, my quiet voice inside, my wisdom, every time would tell me, you need to be taking more classes. You need to be taking different styles and different choreographers and teachers. But I was scared. I had found my couple of teachers that were fantastic and truly just I know absolutely being in those rooms improved me as a dancer 
technically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things. But as far as that, that piece, that missing link of where I was and where I wanted to be, I knew deep down inside that I was needing to take from different folks and I was needing a bit more variety in what I was dancing. But I never did it. Sometimes, every once in a blue moon, I would have a friend say, hey, join me at this class over here. And I would go because it would feel a little more comforting to have a buddy. Right? So it's not that it was a, I definitely never took any other people's classes or styles. But I knew that on a weekly basis, not just for my own technical skills, but also just to get comfortable in different styles and make relationships with people in different arenas, right? I knew the impact that would make on my career. But again, we fear the thing that makes us most alive because of the inherent vulnerability. I was so scared to be vulnerable because I was constantly at that time taking every feeling I was in and making meaning of it, adding story to it. So the idea of being in a different person's class that I didn't know and learning a style I didn't, wasn't very familiar with or at least wasn't really an expert at, the idea of being vulnerable and learning and exposing myself and all of that because I was making so much meaning of all those feelings, it would stop me. And on the rare occasion when I would make it into a new class, oh my God, by the end, I'd be like, I'm going to be coming here every week because I would feel so alive. Even if I was messing up, didn't matter. I just felt so alive. And then after I would step away from it, the next week would come around, that feeling would wash over me again, that vulnerability, uncomfortable feeling. And I, again, because that was my habit at the time, I would make so much meaning of it. And it would stop me. Cut to this last year, year and a half, whatever it may be at this point. I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't danced in six or seven years. And I was going on a walk because I was feeling really just kind of irritated. <laughs> and I was looking at all of the different buckets in my life, my relationships, my career, all of these different things. And I was like, man, I'm feeling really good about all these things. Why am I feeling so irritated? So my gut had told me to go on a walk. And so I was. And with a really open and curious mind, I just kind of got playful inside and was like, what's missing, Jess? What's missing? What are you needing? And 
this, I mean, it was seconds in a millisecond dance came into my head. Now, what was interesting, because, you know, the dance part of my life, that chapter came with all of that baggage. The second dance came into my head. I was just filled with energy. I was vibrating because I knew that was the answer. I immediately emailed my mentor, Helene Phillips, who I've actually interviewed on this podcast, by the way, and it's a fantastic interview if you want to scroll back and find it. But I emailed her and I said, I'm coming to class. And within an hour, I think, I got a response that said, welcome home. I then absolutely had, as I was starting to mention, because of all the baggage from that chapter, I had that kind of triggered whoosh of, holy shit, that's terrifying. <laughs> and I, I could see, you know, now that I've got my bearings and I can see my mind more objectively, I could see all the meaning my mind wanted to make of the uncomfortable feeling. But this time, this time I wasn't afraid of the feeling. This time I saw it and went, oh no, I'm not adding story to you. This is just a temporary feeling, temporary experience moving through me. And what was wonderful is that it allowed me to move through it, to get to class. I'll never forget that first day back in the middle of warm-up. I mean, I think it was literally seconds after the downbeat of the first song. And I started crying. It is amazing what is available to us. It is amazing. I'm trying to get my composure here, folks. <laughs> it is amazing what is available to us on the other side of all of these feelings that wash over us. that we so innocently think mean something about how we're going to do in the future, about how we're doing now. And none of it is true. All of it is energy that is moving through us. And when the mind doesn't know how it's going to go, 
It creates those feelings of fear and uncomfortability, but we don't have to be afraid of them. Again, we fear the thing that makes us most alive because of the inherent vulnerability. But when we see through fear that it is a fluid, physical response to something that the brain doesn't know what to do with, again, it is fluid It does not have roots. It doesn't mean anything more than being a passing experience in the way that we get a fever and we know how to take care of ourselves while it moves through us because we don't, it doesn't scare us. Or when we get a muscle cramp and we allow that experience to move through us and we help ourselves in the process of it. It is no different. So what are you avoiding that you know when you're honest with yourself? It's the very thing that will make you feel most alive. Woo! That one went straight to my heart. (laughs) I hope it touched yours. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram, at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at whatmovesyouwithjesse.com and please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.